0: Welcome back to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host, co-founder of the website, Noah Ziegler, alongside my good friend, co-host, and fellow co-founder of the website, Adam Conradi. And Adam, we're one week into the playoffs. We're finally, you know, we're in the postseason. We're in the postseason, or we're done with the postseason for a couple other sports, which we'll talk about later. But just a lot going on, you know, and I say a lot in terms of just like the emotions are high you know some teams their seasons are unfortunately over some teams their seasons have continued and i can't wait to talk about it and then also just a little preview at the end we're going to we're going to talk about those other sports we're also going to introduce a new segment because you know you you'll you'll hear at the end you got to listen to the end to figure it out but adam how you doing obviously another great week great week of sports in the 859
1: yeah uh week one of playoffs were a big success uh, per usual i mean a lot of Northern Kentucky teams getting some big wins. Special shout out to Dayton for picking up a big playoff win uh, that's fantastic for them.
0: mhm, yep. and we're we're going to talk about that. That's the it's 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 really actually terrifying to think this. but um, Adam, you're a ninety nine kid, right? Yes, sir. So Dayton's last home playoff win was before you were born. and I was likely around like four or five months old. so, um whoever's (laughs) listening you're either wondering like dang people were born in the 90s or you're an adult thinking wow that (laughs) makes me that you know we we don't mean to age anyone but it's been a while but congratulations to the green devils so let's get right into it uh first off let's go from 1a to 6a or actually let's switch it up a bit we always go from bottom to top let's go from top to bottom uh let's start at 6a 3 and 7 marshall county They felt Simon Kenton, who was there now eight and three Simon Kenton wins 54 to seven. Chase grown had himself a prolific day, three of four for 66 yards and a touchdown. Um, So, you know, just get it, getting it done there. Tucker over 73 rushing yards and a score. Jaden Lawson also tacking on a rushing touchdown. He had 67 yards on three carries and shout out to Darrell Turner, who had three touchdowns himself in the Pioneers. They've got a big game coming up, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Campbell County, they fell to Trinity 47 to 14. Obviously, a tough one for the Camels going up against a perennial powerhouse in Trinity. Dixie Heights also lost. They lost to another fellow top team in the state, Ballard 55 to 14. And then, lastly, in 6A, Ryle took care of business against. Eastern, another team out of Louisville. Dang, it, it, you know, I guess that, that trip from Louisville to Northern Kentucky is being utilized a lot, but uh, Ryle winning that game by 30. They snapped a two-game losing streak. Logan V Rax, just a clinical performance, 8 of 12, 154 yards, and three touchdowns. Also added 67 yards on nine carries, for two scores as well. And then Dylan Smith, two sacks to make everything good for the Raiders. In 5A, Montgomery County. Or excuse me, Highlands beat Montgomery County forty nine nothing. One of the, I think Adam, we keep talking about this. Uh, one of the state title contenders. Just talk to me about Brody Benke's performance. It, it just, I mean, it, Highlands is clicking right now, and they're. I don't think they're going to stop. And I think it's next week is going to. Th- excuse me, this week is going to be so fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it all season. After that. Slow start from Highlands out of the gate. They've looked like the most dominant team in Northern Kentucky this season. I mean, they've just put on dominant performance after dominant performance over the past few weeks. They're now sitting at 11 and two, going into another uh, home playoff game against Scott County next week. And I mean, as you said, 49 to zero, you couldn't be more dominant. I mean, let let me just read off some of their uh, pass, some of their score lines in their last few games 49 0, 34 5. 32-21 32-21 against CuffCath. That's their only close game that was on the road. 11-point win on the road against the biggest rival. Yeah. Then 50-0, to 55-0, 59-14. I mean, their offense is clicking. Their defense has really come around at the right time of the year. And, I mean, this Highlands team looks pretty unstoppable. I mean, I know Scott County is going to be a tough test. They're the number two ranked team in RPI at this point this year. They're 10-1. and but i mean highlands at home is going to be a tough tough game
0: yep and it's going to be a huge test for the bluebirds in terms of we always joke about is highlands back is highlands back we always i mean I, i'm i'm comfortable with saying this now that we it, now that highlands has had a really good season but we were kind of equating them to texas where it was every year we were wondering are they back are they back are they back and it was you know they'd show these glimpses but it was never fully put together and this this year feels like the first year that coach fire has put everything together and like you said it, it, what op- what a great opportunity for them to i mean th- to make a statement against scott county which speaking of scott county they defeated a fellow 859 team cooper they won 56 to 20 cooper took an early lead a, a long touchdown pass according to twitter it was a slant route and just took off but It wasn't enough. Scott County wins 56 to 20. Jack Lonaker had 14 total tackles, and Austin Alexander and Cole Henry had 11 tackles each. And I took a look at their roster before we started recording, but and and I I know Coach Borchers and the entire team is very disappointed to lose, but I'm really excited for them next year. I think next year is going to be a really fun year for the Jags, especially when you get Cam O'Hara, just a full year of experience under his belt. He was very active in the summer. He's definitely going to be active this off season, so definitely looking forward to see what the Jags can do next year. Frederick Douglas, the number one team in the state and the uh, one of the five A favorites, beat Connor fifty to nothing. And then, speaking of Cubcat, a little earlier, they defeated Great Crossing twenty one nothing. Just a, a clinical performance again from the Colonel Zachary Roberts twenty two of thirty two. 198 yards, no touchdown throws, and had two interceptions. However, he added 52 rushing yards and one score on the ground. So uh, Robert's getting it done on the ground. And Owen Lean, 88 yards and two scores. One of the top running backs in the not only the 859, but in the state. Definitely knows how to get the job done. The two 4A teams in NKY, they unfortunately fell. Holmes lost to Bourbon County 28-14, and then LexCath defeated Scott 50 to 6. So, a disappointing finishes to their season. There's no 3A team in the playoffs, Pendleton County not in the playoffs this year, so we'll move right to 2. Beachwood defeated Trimble County 55 nothing. It was just un- it, it, that's just one of those games where you're going to get it was one of those first round games that people complain about on Twitter and bluegrass preps all the time. Clay Hayden, 6 of 7, 223 yards and three touchdowns let me let me do the quick quick math right there 223 divided by six he's averaging over 37 yards per completion I mean that'll win you a lot of football games and four players each scored rushing touchdowns Alex Courtney Cash Harney who used to be the quarterback for the Tigers earlier this season Chase Flaherty and Xander Wrigler. Flaherty with uh, two uh, touchdowns and then Liam McCormick 132 receiving yards two scores. That'll get it done. Beachwood moves on. Holy cross. We, we had this as a potential upset alert. Maybe we, okay, maybe we were wrong. It's okay. We could, we could say we're wrong. Uh, Carroll County won 35 to six, the Panthers, uh, getting it done down in Carrollton. However, we did call this as a potential upset and it was definitely a lot closer than what their records would have implied going into this one. Walton Verna defeating Newport 22 to 12, just a, 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 the Bearcats getting it done at home. You know, they they always find a way at home. Ben Teep running for si- 76 yards on 13 carries and Jackson Smith. He had a Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati passing day. He went five of 13, 513, 74 yards and two touchdowns. So the Bearcats, they move on. And I, I'm really looking forward to their matchup this upcoming week against the team we're just about to talk about. Lloyd Lloyd defeated. Owen County, 42-7. to Caden Zalager and Isaiah Sebastian, each running for 63 yards and one touchdown. I wonder how many times that happened. I believe Zalager had three more carries, but nonetheless, uh, the juggernauts getting it done and moving on. And last but certainly not least, the 1A schools. Eminence fell to NCC, 52 nothing. Four players had over 30 yards rushing. That's Caleb Cole, Cameron Patterson, Demetric Welsh, And I am so sorry if I'm going to mispronounce this but I like your first name, Noah Orozansky. Orozanski. I think that's that, that seems pretty good, Adam. I don't know. Do you, do you see that in any way? Because on reading it is definitely interesting, but if you break it down phonetically, I, I think it's Orozanski, right?
1: Orozansky sounds right to me,
0: yeah. Yeah, the big O. I'm sure there's no other person named the big O from the area. Um, Frankfurt, they defeated Ludlow 50-13. to The Panthers, their season comes to a close. Dayton, we talked about this. They get it done. They beat Berea 22-7. Layden Hopper, uh, who was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, so give that episode a listen. One of our favorite interviews, he had 35 carries, 189 yards, two touchdowns, and also threw, for one of one, 35 yards and a score. He has to have the best quarterback efficiency stats in the state because he every time we see that he passes the ball, it's a touchdown. Maybe Dayton should make him a quarterback. I don't know if he's got that statistic. But nonetheless, Landon Hopper keeps putting up Madden numbers. It's insane. But like we said earlier, that's the first home playoff win for the Green Devils since 1998, a 24-year gap. So congratulations to them. Uh, Really excited to see some of the schools like Dayton having those moments. And then to round things out, Bishop Brossard, 36. Fairview, 14. Austin Shadler, five of six passing, 60 yards, two touchdowns. And Evan Orth had 67 yards and a touchdown as well. Also added five tackles. Iron Man Athlete getting it done. So that's the first round of the playoffs in the 859. Had some, had some close, had a couple close games, had a couple of a, a lot of games that were kind of you could kind of predict going into it, but that's just how it is in the first round in the Kentucky playoffs. And of course we we could have the debate of if they need to change some things and whatnot, but eh, I mean, I don't, I don't see that, that big of an issue. I think it's fine, but um, I don't know. Adam, what, what do you think actually about the playoff? Do you think they should change it up? I mean, I, I could see why they should change it up, but also, eh, I don't know.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I like the current format. The only, uh, thing that i really have a problem with is how they rank for rpi when there's like a three-way tie and they break it with rpi because they don't count when you play an out-of-state team uh, for rpi so if you play like a really good team from ohio or indiana that won't help you towards your record Mm -hmm. at the end of the season if you're in a three-way tie for districts which is kind of stupid but other than that i think it's a pretty good system
0: right i mean trinity Beat the crap out of Cincinnati St. X, and nonetheless, that's a that's a GCL team, and I'm pretty sure they played Moeller too. So, and Moeller is one of the best teams in the country. Well, unfortunately, we we're not in the decision making chairs, and as much as I mean, maybe we should. I don't know. Maybe we should start at, at midterms of this week. We should are. start campaigning. Yeah, exactly. We should start campaigning. Get Noah Ziegler and Adam Conrady on the KHA. Oh, my God. I can't even say it right. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe
1: we shouldn't be (laughs) on (laughs) it.
0: The KHSAA Board of Governors, Directors. Get us on the board. Uh, But we will talk about the upcoming playoff matchups for this week. Bishop Brossert, They'll take on Paintsville. Paintsville defeated Bracken County to get to the second round. NCC, they'll face Frankfurt, who again defeated Ludlow. That one's at CovCath. It'll be an interesting game, but a game NCC probably should win. Dayton will uh, travel to Kentucky Country Day. But that that one, I think, I mean, we'll see what the Green Devils. There's a lot. They're talking a lot on Twitter. Not, not in a bad... They're not talking trash. They're just very excited. I'm seeing a lot of their coaches talk about how much they believe in this team, how much they believe in these players. Uh, it's, it's when you have a guy like Landon Hopper, who's one of the best running backs in the state. You, you're you can do anything really. Carroll County they'll face Beachwood. That's a game the Tigers should probably take care of business there. But here's one, Adam, that I think is going to be a really enticing matchup, especially because I believe this one is in Walton. Walton Verona versus Lloyd. Adam, what do you think of that one? Because again, I really, I I can I can part. Of, I mean, I I my my head says, oh, Lloyd Lloyd has the offense. Lloyd has a, a you know the scoring ability to. Take care of business, but I, I think Walton Verona's defense can really show out. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I think this is my upset pick of the week. I'm I'm taking Lloyd against Walton Verona. Uh, mostly because Lloyd's just played a much tougher schedule. They have very similar records this season. Uh Walton Verona obviously is uh slightly better record-wise, but I mean Beachwoods had to play multiple 5A. 6a 2a 3a 4a opponents and walton verona's had a rather easy schedule this year i mean lloyd opened the season at dixie then at grant county who was down this year and uh walton verona also faced off against them but they also beat the likes of boone county this year they played against beachwood they hung around in the first quarter quarter and a half in that game and then beachwood uh ran away with that but i mean I, I just think this Lloyd team is battle tested and they're going to be the better team. I, I know that Walton Brown is at home, home playoff game. That's huge. But I think this Lloyd team, we've been talking about them all season. They're very, very good. And I think this is where they're really
0: going to show us. Mm-hmm. I think this is, we looked at their Beachwood game earlier in the regular season as a statement opportunity. They made plenty of statements nonetheless. And I think this is another chance for them to really make a statement. And if correct me if I'm wrong, this, if they win this game, this probably would be the furthest they've gone in at least in the past couple of years. But moving on, Cove Cath, they have a really tough test. They have to go to the again, number one team in 5A, the 5A, one of the favorites, Frederick Douglas. Adam, what's it going to take for the Colonels? I mean, they, they, I think if there's any coach in the 859 that you could trust to go into a game like this, Eddie Evanston has to be up there coach Evanston I should say but what do you think the Colonels have to do to get this done cuz it's it's going to take a lot it's going to take a lot for them especially with how many injuries cuffcat has been dealing with but never say never i mean it's it, what is what is the cuffcat slogan with the spirit that shall not die something like that they 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 never give up and coach Evanston will not let that team go in there he, he's going to have every player going into that game absolutely convinced they're going to win so what do you think cuffcat needs to do to, on the field to get that done
1: yeah, this is obviously a very tough matchup for the Colonels here, playing against the top team in the state on the road. But I mean, for H- Covcats to go in and win this game, I I believe they have the talent to do it. But I don't know if they've shown it much this year uh, at this point. I mean, if you want to win this game, you you can't make mistakes. You can't throw any interceptions. You can't have any f- uh, fumbles. No missed field goals. You got to limit the mental mistakes that you got that you have in this game if you want to beat a really good team on the road. I mean you just got to run the ball, establish the run, eat up the time of possession, keep your defense off the field and hope that you don't make any mistakes and maybe they can get this done.
0: Definitely. And well like you said, it 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 it's hard to play a perfect game and you know it's not going to be perfect, but minimizing the minimizing the self-inflicted errors is absolutely yeah. number 1. You got to you cannot have that happen but yeah, that's, we'll see. I mean,
1: that's the reason that, that they uh, lost to Highlands. So, I mean, it, hopefully they learn from that mistake and they can show it the, this weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. And their defense playing well, obviously shutting great crossing out, which did help with, I mean, when you're in the playoffs scoring 21 points, you'd look at that and go, okay, you know, what do the other team do? And then obviously the defense pitches a shutout. So, Covcath obviously a lot needs to be done for them to pull off the upset, but never say never. This one, again, is going to be such a good game. Highlands versus Scott County. I mean, I again, it's just one of those games where you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. You could pick either team, make a great case for who's going to win. And you can argue why that's... I don't know. You you can make so many different predictions on this game. But it's in Fort Thomas. That stadium is going to be rocking because, again... This is this is the first time that they've that they've truly, I think, put together the team that could make a run in this state tournament. And, Adam, I'm going to ask the same question I ju- that I just asked. What do they what does Highlands need to do to beat Scott County?
1: Highlands offense just needs to keep doing what they're doing if they want to beat Scott County. Whatever they've been doing the past nine weeks of the season is exactly how they're going to go win this game. They're going to have to outscore great co- uh, Scott County here. I'm sorry, not great crossing. Uh, if they want to win this game. I mean, I, I could see this game being an absolute shootout. I, I know Scott County is a solid defense and so does Highlands, but I think these are two offensive juggernauts that are just going to be going at it this week. And it should be a really fun game to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely a big 12 uh offensive yeah. game. So I'm, I'm really excited for that one. And hopefully I, I is there a stream for this or I, I, I should, I should have done some research well, around, but
1: it should be on Highlands uh, YouTube account.
0: Mm. Definitely. Definitely excited for that one. Oh, well, is it, I don't know because I know OHSA kind of switches it up in the playoffs. Um, like I don't they they might they do, do that some preps final four. Okay, good. I was gonna say good. Um, and then the last couple of games, the six A games, Ryle versus Ballard. This I mean Ballard's one of the best teams in the state, but I think Ryle, You know, I I don't think they're I don't think they're unbeatable. So I think I mean that should be a good game, right, Adam?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously a tough matchup on paper for Ryle. Uh, Ballard's very battle tested, played some of the toughest teams in the state this year, but I mean, Ryle's coming off a big win last week and if Logan Virax plays like that, I mean, it looks like Ryle can beat anybody. So I would not count out the Raiders in this one.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely a big test for not only Ryle, but Logan Virax, I think, you know, to really solidify himself as one of the top QBs in the state. And then last but certainly not least, which again, we have we have like three games that I think you could or three, four or five, I don't know, just a lot of games that you can argue for game of the week, but Trinity versus Simon Kenton, which again, there's a lot of activity on Facebook because the Pioneers, their their fans are really excited for this one. That's because it's a huge test. I mean, Trinity is undoubtedly the biggest brand of high school football in Kentucky, and they're coming up to independence and Simon Kenton's got Chase Crone, Jaden Lawson, and Tucker Ober. They've got a lot of weapons that can upset Trinity because Trinity's always used to. I mean, that's just the standard. If you're not getting to the state title game, let alone winning the state title, it's not a successful season. So, I'm going to ask this again for a, a third time, Adam. Simon Kenton, how do they how do they knock off the giant Trinity?
1: Yeah, this. This is going to be a tough match for the pioneers, but this is exactly where they wanted to be at this point in the season. When, when they started this year, I mean, this is the type of game that you really dream about when you're going in to play high school football, home playoff game against one of the biggest teams in the state historically. I mean, Trinity, you hear about them every year. It feels like half of, half the time they're nationally ranked, and now Simon Kenton has the chance to host them in a playoff game, and. I think this is the Simon Kenton team has a real chance to knock them off with how they're with how they've been playing these past few weeks. I mean, Chase Crone looks healthy most importantly, him and Jaden Lawson, and they're just clicking on all cylinders right now. Their defense is coming around at the right time, but obviously when, when it's Trinity playing, anything can really happen. They're a very good team with many, many good D one prospects. So, I I hope the pioneers get this one done, but I, if I had to t- make a pick on this one, I would probably take the Shamrocks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those games where y- you we're we're looking at Simon Kenton and thinking, okay, this if, if it's gonna happen, it's this year. But it's kind of like the New England Patriots for however many years, you just never pick against them. And if if it if it doesn't happen, then you learn. But you just kind of always have to go with them until until something breaks. But that wraps up the playoff matchups for this upcoming week. We will obviously have every single score on our Twitter and Instagram. But moving on from football, congratulations. We, we got some congratulations in order. Some state champions, some hardware brought back to the A 59 Notre Dame. They win the volleyball state championship. They danced their way through and culminated it with a 3-0 win over Paul Lawrence Dunbar, they won 25-22, 25-11, 25-16. I believe Dunbar was the first, only the third public school to make the state title game. I don't know if that's in history or if that's this century or what, but nonetheless, it, kudos to them. But the Pandas, they they get it done again. It, I mean, the ninth region just knows how to play volleyball, I guess. I don't know. but um, And then Adam, some cross-country, uh, some cross-country news.
1: Uh yeah. So the cross country state championships were uh about a week and a half ago down at the bourbon county park or uh yeah, bourbon county park. Uh formerly they used to have this at the horse park when I was a cross country runner, but I guess they moved it since then. Uh and in class A state title, uh Dixon Ryan from Saint Henry won it uh in, won the individual title, placing first for the time of 1603. And Saint Henry took home the 1A boys title. With Villa Madonna placing in second, and then on the girls' side, Beachwood took home, I believe, their first uh, girls cross country state title in their school history. So shout out to them. Uh, they were led by second place overall finisher from a uh, freshman from Beachwood, Lily Park, with a nineteen twenty nine. That's a very impressive time as a freshman. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dang. I mean. Uh... I mean, my closest thing to a, to cross country was running a 5k in which I threw up at the finish line in front of a lot of people. So we can talk about that later, but nonetheless, uh, congratulations to those teams. Uh, and then, oh, go ahead. Uh, then moving on to a, uh, Mm -hmm.
1: Maddie strong from Scott, uh, plays first place overall with a time of 1841, just absolutely blazing the field. She won by 13 seconds in that race. So that we have two champions now at this point, And then we had a third champion in the 3A boys race, which is all the big schools. Uh, sophomore from Covcath, Will Sheets, really came on towards the end of the season. We're going to 15 28 to take the win in that one. Shout out to him. And then on the team side in that one, Connor took home the title. So we had three team state champions and three individual state champions from Northern Kentucky. So very successful year on. Cross country courses this year in Northern Kentucky, per usual.
0: I mean, Northern Kentucky runs things outside of the times that they don't. <laughs> it's just that no pun intended with runs things, by the way. <laughs> but again, congratulations to all those teams. Awesome to see some of the schools doing well. I mean, we we talk most again, like, admittedly, we talk mostly about football, basketball, and baseball, but just these these other sports. You gotta love it. And I mean, Adam, you ran cross country and. St. I mean, yes. I mean, St. Henry is a cross country school. I mean, it, it's just based on the amount of titles they won, you gotta you gotta say cross country school. But I I mean, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um. But a little bit of an update before we wrap things up a little bit. Uh, we're next week is when we're really gonna ramp up the hoops preview. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna start trying to round up as much statistics from the college players that come from the eight five nine and try to get that out to y'all but we'll have a lot of hoops preview coming out these next couple weeks so definitely stay tuned to our socials and our website for that and then last but certainly not least talked about this just a new segment we're just going to talk about whatever nothing about 859 high school sports or it can be but um we'll we'll open this up because we mentioned it last week i'm going to tap my chest and say adam congratulations to your louisville football cardinals they defeated my alma mater, my beloved Dukes, who had it tied at 10, 10 all. And then the second half didn't exactly go to plan. Um, but I, I mean, I don't like, Hey, what, what is it? What, what is the stat you said in the chat um, this morning?
1: Oh, uh, Louisville's going for back to back top 10 wins for the first time in about a decade, I believe Wow, uh, coming I mean... up against Clemson this weekend. So yeah, Louisville football program finally on the rise. Mm-hmm
0: football school because i mean it will
1: clemson, <laughs> yeah.
0: clemson doesn't look clemson doesn't look that i mean they just lost in notre dame and notre dame isn't exactly a powerhouse so yeah, they're super
1: inconsistent this year i don't know what yeah. to
0: notre Dame. exactly i mean so it's clemson to be fair so is, is that at papa john's or
1: no it's it's at clemson
0: oh okay that kind of changes some things <laughs> but i mean hey they don't have but, a quarterback i'm not worried that's true that is true malik cunningham certain weeks, Louisville doesn't have a quarterback either. True, but, true. <laughs> yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I'm going to also have to move on to knock you down a peg because we got to talk about um it, it, you said you fell asleep before the end of the game, which is probably fair. But congratulations to a fellow <laughs> Kentucky team or fellow Louisville team. The Bellerman Knights, they're the ones saying I was down. They defeated Louisville last night, 67-66. Car- the cards almost had it at the end, but Bellerman getting it done um i mean <laughs> gotta i mean unfortunately i don't, i'm sorry but you gotta love it because it's a small school showing out and, and especially in kentucky they don't get many opportunities i mean if you go to bellarmine everyone's probably wearing uk or L shirts anyways so for a school like bellarmine to actually be the one to win it's 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 a good moment
1: yeah yeah i mean hats off to them i i usually root for them as long as they're not playing louisville so yeah. very
0: bittersweet
1: there much more bitter since it's our opening game with our brand new coach but shout yeah. out to Scotty Davenport uh, follower of us on Twitter so
0: mm. shout out coach Davenport yeah so I, then it,
1: I gotta see his tweets on both of my feeds now yeah. <laughs>
0: You, you're trying to escape it but in the yeah, last well. i mean i gotta i gotta add this at the end i have no idea what's happening with commander's ownership i really hope dan <laughs> snyder I, i'm just gonna say this for the record i hope dan snyder goes to jail very quickly um and i want that to be the last thing in this podcast adam anything before we uh wrap things up and mo- go away go away uh, <laughs> stop recording
1: uh yeah as you mentioned before i mean the are- like four matchups that we could have called the best matchup of the week. So I mean, it's really getting into the best time of the year of high school football. Great matchups every week and it's only going to get better from here on out. And basketball is coming around right around the corner.
0: Mhm. I mean, we talk about basketball schools and Kentucky loves its football, but Kentucky's a basketball state and that'll never change no matter what the Courier Journal tries to tweet. Um, but For Adam Conrady, I'm Noah Ziegler. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.